welcome to the latest edition of Talking Dudley South with me, Mike Wood, the Member of Parliament. Uh, these podcasts are uh, available from wherever you normally download your podcasts, whether that's iTunes, whether it's Google, whether it's Spotify. And they're really a chance to talk about some of the issues that matter locally. And of course, at the moment, there's really only one issue, and that is, uh, is coronavirus, it's how it's affecting our community. And I think just as importantly, how our community is responding. So today, uh, really pleased to be joined by uh, Claire Towns from Mary uh, Stevens Hospice. Hello, Claire. Uh, good afternoon, Mike. Thanks for inviting us on the show today to talk about the work that the hospice are doing in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic. So what kind of things are you doing at the moment to, uh, uh, to help uh, people uh, with the uh, with the outbreak, and also how is it affecting your uh, your operations? Obviously, we know about the fantastic work that you do right across Dudley and more widely, but this uh, this outbreak must be making things even more difficult for you, like it is for many others. Absolutely. So the the hospice are carrying on doing what we do anyway, and providing um, palliative care for patients right throughout the Dudley borough. Um, we've had to adapt to the way we're working as everybody's at the moment. So um, our day hospice has had to shut its doors, but we're maintaining contact with all 90 patients that normally come to the day hospice. Um, so virtual contact, either with telephone calls every day or um, using um, social media platforms to contact them. And those are people that are form part of our vulnerable population right across Dudley that need our ongoing support, um, especially now when some of them are perhaps isolated from um, family and friends and have got nobody um, going into them. Our inpatient unit um, remains busy, so we're open as normal. We're taking patients from Russell Hospital, so from our local trust and from the community, and still providing. 24-hour uh, inpatient care. For us as nurses, um, I'm a nurse myself by background, it's really hard. The, the one thing you want to do when you're looking after people at end of life is, is reach out and be able to um, touch, but obviously we're having to um, socially distance a little bit from the families that we are still having um, visitors from. Um, we've had to reduce our visiting hours drastically, which for us as a hospice, it's completely alien. This goes against everything that we've done over all the years in palliative care. Um, but to you know, follow the government advice to um, keep um, people safe, to protect the NHS, to protect that capacity for the, the peak of the pandemic. Um, you know, we, we've had to change the way we work. Um, so it's about how we can reach people differently, how we can help more. So we have had to reduce our visiting hours, but as a hospice, we um, went out and bought 10 tablets so that we can maintain communications between patients and their families. So they can still, you know, have that virtual contact. Um, and for our, our nursing staff, you know, they're here every day doing what they do all day long. But in a totally different way so having to wear PPE to go into patients that you know that that's so hard and it, you know these these are people that are um like you and me they're going home to their families at the end of the day and 
having to sort of you know come here provide care and, and like the care staff right across community going back to their families and you know they've got their own concerns the other thing we've done which is completely brand new so our bereavement service we're maintaining um virtual contact with all the people that we support through our bereavement um phone calls and online groups but we've just launched a new helpline right across um dudley so that went live yesterday um, and that's very much about um, it's a telephone and online um, advice hub for members of the public who are perhaps caring for people at end of life and doing things that they've never had to do before. Um, it's for care homes. So we've got so many care homes across our community um, that might need extra help in how to look after people at end of life and um, practical skills um, just um, support for those staff. And we've um, launched a new part on our website as well, again, with um, just advice for the public to contact us. So that, that's um, gone live yesterday because we, you know, these are unprecedented times in our hospice as being part of the Dudley community. And, and the community, uh, you know, they're always there to support us. And we just wanted to do as much as we could at this time to support our community so say this new service launched yesterday that sounds fantastic and of course anyone who's been ill or anyone who's had family and friends who've had serious illness know just how important that personal contact can be so it's good to hear about the uh, the purchase of the tablets how, how popular have they been how easily have people found to to use them to communicate with their loved ones I think we, we've set them up so they're very easy to use and it might be that um, a family member is helping a, a patient to use them or that the nursing staff are, are helping them to use them. So they are very, very straightforward, very easy and it just gives that extra level of communication with them, relatives that can't come because our visiting now is limited to just one nominated visitor for um, a patient, which normally you'd have, um, you know, wide-reaching family members and relatives coming to visit and we, we can't do that in the current time. And how many vulnerable or ill people uh, are you working with at the moment through this outbreak? So we have 10 inpatient beds that are sort of full um, and then through day hospice we're supporting up to 90 patients via telephone contacts every week and then the um, phone service that launched yesterday is Dudley-wide so the communications through that it's been supported by Dudley um, Clinical Commissioning Group so that that's gone Dudley wide so we'll wait and see what happens there that's seven days a week uh, we're running the service out till four currently and of course you know the important thing is to make sure that everybody's safe and I know how much you're doing to make sure that all of your uh, patients and service users are safe what uh, can be done to make sure that your staff and volunteers are as safe as possible during what's obviously a really worrying time. So for us, or uh, for me, um, staff safety is paramount. Um, so we are working every day to ensure that we've got the um, personal protective equipment that staff need. Uh, that's not been without its challenges, and that's the same right across the whole of Dudley Borough um, for domiciliary carers, care homes, the, the hospital. Um, that, that's our big challenge, is making sure that we get the supplies of PPE through. 
but our community have responded in in such fantastic ways um, um, and actually buying and having um, PPE delivered to us which is just phenomenal for our staff when they're out of work it's about the same as everybody else um, you know social distancing not visiting family and friends uh, doing exactly what the government are telling us all to do to stay safe and with visitors when they come we're only allowing one visitor for a patient and uh, they are wearing um, PPE where it's necessary to, to visit their loved ones and they're also having to social distance within the hospice we've had to shut all of our communal spaces um, things that are you know, the, the heart of the hospice we've had to shut to ensure that we can maintain their safety, staff safety and patient safety. And other than making sure that uh, PPE supplies continue to come uh, regularly and they're the right kind of uh, uh, protective equipment, is there anything else that you need as a hospice to allow you to carry on working and caring for people? Um, I don't think so. Um, you know, the, the support of the community is great, obviously, for us as a hospice, the same as a lot of charities and businesses, we've lost a tremendous amount of um, our income generation. So we've had to shut all of our trading arms, so all of our shops, all of our fundraising um, events we've had to pull. So we're trying to work to do online fundraising. Um, but, you know, that's the same for so many people across the country, um, all hospices, all charities, we're all in, in the same position, but um, the community and, and the government are working hard to support people at this time, I, I feel personally. Yes, I mean, this is obviously an unprecedented time, and we've never had, in modern times, had a, an outbreak quite like this that's really closed down every part of uh, the economy of so many services are having to operate really different so people are of course learning as they're going but the kind of work that you're doing um, in Mary Stevens Hospice is obviously hugely valued all year round but particularly at this difficult time but if you could give some advice to family members to patients or to the wider community what advice would you offer? For the current situation I think it is just to, to do as we're being instructed to do really, you know, stay at home where you can, don't go out. We need to protect the carers that are out there. We need um, to protect our, our frontline workforce to allow them to carry on to do the work they're doing. I, I need to know that my staff are safe when they're coming to and from work to allow them to carry on um, doing the, the excellent work they're doing, providing end of life care to our um population of Dudley so people really need you know to stop and think do they really need to pop in the shop to buy that one thing no they don't they need to go home they need to protect the NHS and the carers and the domiciliary carers and the care home staff and the shop workers and everybody that's out there on the front line people need to take this seriously um, they need to sort of um, stop and think about you know that my own personal thing is that, you know, I don't want to say in six months' time, do I remember somebody? I want to say to them, oh, do you remember when we had to stop and stay indoors? You know, we, we all need to just stop and, and protect our loved ones and their frontline workers and 
you know, wash your hands, keep the good hand hygiene and just do what you're being asked to do. I know it's hard. You know, it's so hard not being able to reach out and touch people that are suffering and our loved ones. Um, but, you know, it's for good reason. And one day, you know, we will go back to some semblance of being able to care for people in that way again. But for now, we have to do it, but do it in a different way. Fantastic advice and so important because we're already seeing this making a real difference to the number of new cases that stopped growing at what was an exponential rate. They were doubling a couple of times a week. We stopped seeing that. They seem to have leveled up. It looks as though the number of new deaths is uh, starting to level off as well. But this only happens as long as people follow the advice that you've been suggesting that they do what they're being told to do, that they stay at home unless they really, really, really need to go out and that they observe those social distance uh, rules. Well, thanks so much uh, for joining us today, uh, Claire. It, it's been a really uh, interesting and helpful insight into the work that you're doing and some of the issues uh, that you're facing. So all we can say really is take care, thank you, and carry on doing everything that you're doing. Thank you for inviting us on. Thank you. And obviously Mary Stevens Hospice is the best known hospice we've got operating in our area. But there are hospices right around the region and the country that are facing very similar issues. And so I was really pleased to uh, hear the Chancellor announce uh, last week that there'd be £750 million extra allocated uh, for charities to help support the important work the charities are doing uh, through this outbreak at a time when, as Claire was saying, uh, their income is often down, you know, it's fallen off a cliff, it's down to almost nothing. And also, I mean, there was £200 million per quarter announced for uh, for the hospice sector to make sure that those hospices can carry on working to care for uh, seriously ill people, young and old, um, providing the fantastic care that they do all year round, but in these particularly difficult and challenging circumstances. So I think that's going to make a uh, a real difference. Um, more widely, I've been working closely with the local council and with the hospital, particularly on things like PPE, to make sure that the PPE is getting out, of course, to our hospitals, making sure that particularly intensive care, critical care is getting the PPE, the doctors, nurses and other staff uh, need. Russell's Hall tell me that they've got enough PPE to uh, provide it for the people who whose uh, work requires it uh, within the guidelines and also making sure that uh, PPE is going via the councils to make sure the social workers, care homes, funeral directors, GPs, dentists are also getting the PPE they need to keep themselves, their patients, their customers uh, safe through what's obviously really, really concerning time for everybody working on the front line. So again, just like to say a big thank you to everybody who's continuing to make all this important work possible, whether in the front line of the NHS and social care, whether they're the police helping to keep our streets uh, safe, fire services, so many people working logistics and distribution, uh, the supermarkets making sure that the shelves are now uh, being stocked again. All these people are providing such important work and we couldn't manage without them. So until next time, Thank you for joining me for, uh, for this edition of uh, Talking Dudley South with Mike Wood and I hope uh, you'll join me again next time for the next podcast.